Welcome back to Off the Gym Floor Podcast with me, Mark Kelly, and my buddy and colleague, Matt Rutzo. This week, we are talking all about arm training, when you should do it, how often you should do it, and the best ways to do it. Hope you enjoy, and hope you get some big guns after it. Hey, Matty. Mark. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. You're I'm good. Like, I'm just a little hyper. We had a, we had a good podcast last week, and now it's just back to the two of us. We now have to try and maintain that standard. Yeah, I know. I don't think we need to get more guests on. But who we got? Who else can we get? Oh, you could get Big Bad Brandon on. No, let's not get him on. <laughs> let's not. I reckon we lose viewership. In fact, we'll get cancelled, I reckon. No, no Americans on the podcast. No, though. no. Especially not in this climate. <laughs> That man's got Trump written all over him. <laughs> could you imagine if he was a Trump voter? <laughs> Who knows? He'd man. be shooting himself. He could. Front. He could be. You never know. He loves. He does wear red a lot. Yeah, he does look a little bit Mexican too. I, you know, I don't think he'd go down well in those rallies. Yeah, but he, I think you know. I don't know if the microphone could pick up his uh, his loudness as well. Yeah, you yeah. know, it tends to scream a lot. <laughs> he'd be in the red zone for that. Definitely. Anyway. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was it was it was good. It's oh. always a long time ago now. I know. Um, what I do? No, I didn't do. I don't think I did anything. Like one of my roommate's birthday. Other than that, nothing. Did Went to cook a stir fry. Did you say your roommate's birthday, or did you ruin your mate's birthday? No, roommates. All oh, right, roommate's, roommate's birthday. So I went had a few drinks for that, but nothing crazy. Okay. Um, you know, found a few new songs, cool stuff. A few new songs. Yeah, mate. Had the buy for rugby, so none of that. Oh, no rugby this weekend. I, nope. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't gone out to watch the local stuff. Uh, I'm going down to watch the, the Reds versus Crusaders this right. weekend, though. I love how the Reds like won the, um, uh, the conference like over here, like the Australian one, and then they play the Crusaders, and then they just get pumped. <laughs> it's likely. It's just, like, it's it's just likely. like the New Zealand comp is just so much better than the Australian comp. Yeah. It's just like, you know, oh, who's the Reds? Oh, yeah, they're the best ones of the team. Beat. Pretty much gone undefeated whole season. Uh, play one New Zealand team, get pumped. Yeah. Like, yeah, not even... All confidence gone. In fairness, though, they'll probably... They could have been celebrating the win mm. from, you know, a couple of weeks ago now. But uh, you know what trumps all that in terms of rugby? Trump, look at them, man. They're, they're fighting words. You can't be using the word Trump anymore. <laughs> what? The Lions Tour. Once every four years, oh. it's on. Is and it happening though? It's happening. Are we letting them in? They're going not. not Aren't they about to go into another lockdown or something in uh, in England? No, no. no, no. Looks like they've got some weird Indian strand now. Oh shit! You're joking me, are you? No, I've heard. I think they're about to go. On. Right, look, I mean, this is just. Pubs you know, are open again. Pubs are open. Pubs are open, open again. Yeah, pubs are open. That's 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 how you measure how bad your 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 corona is. Oh, it's, man, it's, it's not done in a lab. It's like are the pubs open yet? Oh, I'm, so I'm so freaking over it anyway. Well, we've been over it for I want ages. COVID. I want it. <laughs> Genuinely, just, just you know. I'm not gonna lie. If you get COVID, you can fuck off. I reckon I'll be one of those asymptomatic people. Yeah, you know, everyone you give it to is not going to be the same. Ah, stuff, man. We need a population cull, don't we? <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. If any of your relatives have died from COVID, yes. uh, please send all complaints to MR underscore football anxiety. Please do. <laughs> that's, mate, that's fine. That's just more, um, what's the word? Uh, engagement. Boost my <laughs> engagement. Send them all. That's why I'm out here. I'm about to say controversial things. Thanks for the, in, the increase in stats there. 
Anyway. All right, cool. Well, what, what was the actual stuff we were talking about before culling I think people? we're talking about how to get jacked in the arm region. Jacked in the arm region. Which is region. pretty ironic considering none of us, both of us have pretty small arms. You but about? you know what? I'll, yeah, what you're talking about, i got massive ball balls in the arms. Your Wesley Snipes are small, mate. You've got a couple of, couple of, I don't even know what you got over there. But I think, you know what, I'm going to put that down to because we're very tall. We've got these long limbs, so we have these long, stretched out muscles. So if they were a little bit shorter on the short arm, there's a lot of muscle in there. Just stretched. Yeah, yeah exactly right. So. Plus, I, I, I must admit, like the people who have got bigger arms tend to focus on that more bodybuilder style training, which is not my background. No. Um, it's not. I, I don't particularly enjoy it. I like that whole body. I like that more kind of athletic, kind of performance-based uh, style training. Approach to training. 100%. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I always like think I'm including it when I do any type of upper body exercises anyway. If I'm doing any push-ups, you know, I'm usually doing a little bit of tricep. If I'm doing any, you know, chin-ups, I'm usually doing a little bit of bicep as well. So I try to like say, oh yeah, I am yeah. using it a little bit. That's but I guess that's just because I personally, I don't even like training arms, to be honest. I don't like it. It's a it's, it's a weird feeling. It's like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger's you know reckons he feels very good, but um getting the pump on and getting there. his pump on. Yeah, where's the one? I'm coming. Yeah, I was like, I, was like <laughs> I would love to meet him and be like, right, his arm day was did it feel as good or better than that time with the maid? That's that's what I asked. Mm, mate, don't don't <laughs> freaking, don't write off old Arnold Schwarzenegger. That man is a great man. I know. Think he, about all these achievements. He would probably just punch me out anyway if I asked that. But yeah, who knows? If, I know, he was, that's what I said before. He was hitting. Um, he's been hitting nothing but net for the last like four or five decades. Why the hell wouldn't he think he could just bang a mate and get away with it? Exactly. You know? the, the guy's a winner. He's been just been. <laughs> he's been going just shooting outside the J, just hitting nothing but net. Uh, he's a man. He's a man. Eh. Um, right. What we're we saying. Uh, arms, yes. Arms. Arm training. Right. Okay. So, oh man, there's heaps of different things to, to, to talk about. Um, but yeah, it, look, arm training, it's its one of those things, it definitely shouldn't be your priority in your training. There's definitely more um, beneficial things to, to kind of focus on, but it's definitely something you could add in as a, like a supplementary kind of, whether you do it as like an afterburn or you have like a spare day in your training calendar and you're like, ah, I'm going to fill that with a little bit of arms so that I look good in a t-shirt on the weekend. Perfect. Who yeah, doesn't? exactly. I mean, doesn't like, like that? everyone likes training arms. At the end of the day, you know, everyone's just trying to look good naked, aren't they? That That's is the, true. At the end of the day. So, I mean, like arm training, I guess, what is it? Um supposedly to females they you know it's better it's an attractive quality Dude. big arms Aww. well to some really surely i mean this surely there's been studies what's the you know well, i mean extremes thing. of anything is unattractive extremely skinny arms unattractive extremely muscular arms is you know? anyone attracted to extremely skinny arms though there's got to be somebody out there there's <laughs> got some, to be. somebody for everyone I, I like my type of guy is someone who's got Nothing but skin and bones. Mate, I will find you that kind of guy. Mate, that's worry. me, I think. I, I need these women out there. <laughs> I'll find you that guy. <laughs> Whatever, You've got dude. the grinder out downloaded? Yeah. This is this is a hard topic to break into, isn't it? We keep well, going off on tangents. Okay, anyway. anyway. Right, go for it. So, so arm training. So when, when, should we, when should we do it? How do we do it? What exercises? 
I think we're going to break that down today. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's start with that first thing. When when should we when should we treat it? Which is a which is a good question. Again, there's multiple different ways of doing this. Some people have an entire day dedicated to arms. And it's normally towards the end of the week because arms. It's a smaller muscle group. It's a small neuromuscular fatigue. Why would you waste? You know, when you come back from your weekend or your couple of days off training, why would you waste your your freshest point in your training week? on such a small group of muscles, which is gonna give you, you know, less health benefits, less strength gains, and less less overall uh, benefits. Exactly, I mean, look, and they do have some benefit to um, elbow training, I yep. think, and keeping your shoulders somewhat healthy a little bit as well. 100%. Because obviously the top of the bicep attaches to um, the top of your shoulder, mm-hmm. and if they your bicep gets really tight and short, because when you're in kind of like that seated position, your biceps are really short, it can sometimes um, internally rotate that shoulder a little bit, yep. and pull it more anteriorly forward. So I, I sometimes I do incorporate uh, some eccentric bicep training in order to um, help stretch stretch that to get people more externally rotated for postural reasons Mm -hmm. but also for elbow health as well i think it's important that you do some level of arm training i think uh definitely like grip strength and stuff's very important but we're not talking about that yeah anyway so yeah what type of like routines would you um would you train arms in like do you train would you train at the start of the session would you train at the end of the session do you train at the middle of the session or throughout the whole week for, for me, like it would be if you're going to want a standalone training session, I would do it at the end of the week. End of the week when you're, you know, you've done all your bigger compound exercises, your bigger muscle groups like your legs and stuff like that. Yeah. Get them done first. They're a priority. They're going to give you a much bigger stimulus to if the body. If I was going to do one day of arm training as well, I'd probably put it in the middle of the week as well. All right. So why would you put it in the middle of the week? Because when you're doing your training, you kind of want to break it up a little bit. So let's say we're starting Monday. We're doing legs on Monday. Yeah. Tuesday, we're doing upper body day. Okay. Then Wednesday, we kind of want to break from to kind of so our muscles can kind of repair itself throughout the middle of the week. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm chucking it in there so we can kind of like have that rest and recovery, but we're also training our arms as well. And then Thursday, let's say we're training legs again, and then Friday we're training arms again. Oh, okay. you got the weekend off. So that kind of like breaks it up a little bit so you can kind of get your rest um, and restoration for your big muscle groups, and then you kind of just chuck in your small muscle groups as well. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was thinking uh, more down the, the, the lines of traditional bodybuilders, but where you've got your, kind of your legs, your shoulder day, your back day, your chest day, so I would have stuck it at the yeah. end of a routine like that because no matter where you put that, it's always going to affect the next day. So if you've done biceps and, and triceps and you're going to do pull, you know, it's going to affect that pull, it's I going just to affect ha- that push. Yeah, I just hate those bodybuilder splits, hey, because you, you don't get enough frequency throughout the week. Like, yeah, you can do 10 bloody chest exercises on Monday and then your chest is going to be really sore maybe until Thursday, but then you're still not getting any more chest in until... I like to break it up so we keep that frequency, which is probably something we should touch on as well. Because, <laughs> like, and that's if you are going to do a sole arm day, I'd put it in the middle of the week. Yeah. Okay, but what i sometimes done as well is because I know on my upper body days, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be getting in some arms anyway every time i do a push movement i'm going to get some tricep every time i do a pull movement i'm going to get some bicep okay i'm not focusing on that area but i'm definitely going to be utilizing that muscle a little bit so if i want more frequency over the week i chuck 
my arms in on my lower body days. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting, so I'm doing arms Monday, uh, technically a little bit of arms Tuesday, arms Thursday, and also arms Friday. So now I'm getting that frequency throughout yeah. the week. And come Saturday, you're in your t-shirt, you're looking fly. Yeah, operation fill the sleeves. Fill the sleeves. <laughs> exactly. So um, I think uh, that's another way of doing it as well. Um, I think typically a lot of people just throw them in at the end of the session mm-hmm. um, because as we were saying before, you're going to be using a lot of, yeah, uh, every time we do a push movement, every time we do a pull movement, I'm training some arms. So yeah. if I throw them, my arms are already going to be kind of like somewhat fatigued yeah. and then I throw them in at the end of the session. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's de- depending on your split, sometimes it goes. So if you do like, a, if you work out three days a week, then, you know, chuck them in at the end of the sessions, the, yeah. the, the best thing. Because normally in a three day split, um, I would go full body three days a week. That would be my thing. So then arms would be chucked in at the end as accessory exercises. Yeah, you could, um, do, yeah, you could do that. Exactly. So, if you're training like three days a week, and you could do that as well. Um, so in summary, we've got either full but, day towards the middle or end, depending on what kind of split you're you're doing. Yeah. Adding it into your leg date if you've got an upper lower four day split, um, and then if you're doing full body, then chucking it at the end of, of each of your days is uh, you know different frequency. Um, Plans. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to go to the gym five days a week, then maybe I'd consider making one of those days an arm day. Yep. If you go to the gym six days a week, I'd still probably only make one day an arm day, you know, because you're going to be getting in arms. Again, if you want to add a little bit on the end, uh, you can do that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you surely you get enough frequency throughout the week. But if I, I typically, if I'm doing like a four day um, a one lower body, one upper body, one lower body, one upper body. Mm-hmm. I'm chucking my arms in on the lower body days. Yeah. Which you can do as well. And then... So that know, would be your preferred method then? For- that would be my preferred my preferred method of doing. Because at the end of the day, you know, uh, arms are incorporated into our movement patterns that we're doing for our upper body. Mm-hmm. If we want to isolate them a little bit more because everyone, you know, it's very... What is it? Uh... You know, people like to look in the mirror. It's more of a um, ego, aesthetically, ego pleasing. aesthetically pleasing type exercise. I mean, there's nothing really where I can see whereby being really other than maybe if I'm doing arm wrestling or Ooh. the bicep. But even then, that's more of kind of like a rotator, like that pronator teres muscle. Yeah, unless you do it like me, I pull people towards me. That yeah, normally, exactly. That gets you know, rarely am I going to need to isolate. Um, but functional reasons, I guess, as they say. Yeah, cool. All right, but so yeah. that is that is kind of the frequency of, of arm training. Of how um, I yeah, break that up throughout the week. And then how many times a week we've covered that. So let's have a look specifically at the bicep now. So we know that there is multiple heads uh, in the, the bicep. Okay, so we've got um, different positions, different exercises. Multiple heads can... is two heads. That's why it's called bi, because there's two. So is that more than one? Yes. So is that multiple? Well, I would assume multiple. <laughs> multiple. You're saying there's multiple. Mate, there's only two. All right. Ah, all right. Okay. There's, okay. More, there's, more than, there's more than one. That's why it's called the bicep. Oh, you look at the multiple definition. It's just going to say more than one, is it? Uh, a number that may be divided by another a certain number of times. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would 100% say... Yeah. That Having multiple in several parts means more than two. two. That's why it's like, you know, there's one or there's a couple. I didn't say that. Know, idea. Or there's a few. Does multiple mean two? 
two, many manifold, multiple issues, multiple injuries. <laughs> yeah, we're not looking up definitions, all right? There's two. There's two heads in the bicep, all right? Let's be a little bit more specific. That's what we're supposed to bring <laughs> to the to the listeners here. Yeah, well, I was getting towards that. Anyway, multiple is more than one. Yes. It can be two, so three, two head, whatever two you want. Two heads in the bicep. So there's two heads. That is the number of multiple heads uh, in the bicep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you thinking multiple? If someone said you have multiple heads, I'm thinking more than three. All right, <laughs> more than three that's, now. Yeah, oh, that's God. what I'm thinking. That's what it's, oh, okay, right? Okay, anything over three in general. Anything over three, right? So, if we want to target the the longer head, the outside, what what do we need to do? We need to probably widen our grip. Great. Excellent. So on the uh, well, depending on what we're doing. So yeah. I mean, like, so on the barbell on easy bar, we would we would widen that. But grip. I mean, do are we also in cute? There's also the brachialis muscle as well, which is kind of in between your tricep and your um, bicep as well. Which I guess isn't your bicep directly, but also makes up that bicep looking portion of so your. So why arm not beef well. it up? So, what beef it up? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I probably I'd include the brachialis as. The biceps as well in there yeah so we can go wide on on things that will target a long head uh sorry we go close target a long head and we go wide at tar- yeah so it's to say we're holding like a barbell or something yeah so we go wide but if we go wide we're going to be isolating more of that longer head of the bicep if you wanted to break it up sure ahead short yeah sorry i got confused no. yeah and now if we're holding holding it close that's going to be more of a shorter is it yeah it is isn't it no, I think so. Oh no! If we're going elbows out, that's isolating more on the inside, and then yeah. we go what short. Yeah, no, I, I stuffed it up. I said the wrong thing. My yeah, apologies. I was just going what you were saying. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, don't be such a sheep, mate. Don't be such a sheep. Making us look like fools on this thing. <laughs> wide and narrow. Anyway, wide is the narrow. That's the inside of the bicep. Because so all we're saying is we're doing the external rotations. When you externally rotate a little bit more uh, through that shoulder, again, you're going to target the, yeah, that in, inside the bicep that short head so yes. then we'll become nice and narrow nice and close you'll see people doing a lot of close grip biceps in the gym uh, especially on those easy, easy bars they'll, they'll choose that angle that's nice and tight again that's going to start to focus on that outside just to clarify okay yes all right cool. sorted but yeah so what we're trying to say is that you want to kind of make sure you you are training both heads i mean like Yes, if we're just sitting there and we're kind of doing a curl, we're training the bicep as a whole. Yeah. If you want to get a little bit more isolated or a little bit more variety throughout your week, which is always good for when we're looking at uh, increasing um, hypertrophy in certain areas, variety always helps because your body never adapts to it, kind of yeah. keeps confusing it. Um, you want to differentiate between kind of like some wide and some short. Yeah, small. exactly, and it also yeah, it just it stops you getting bored as well. If if, if nothing else, if you have a, an arms day and it's the same curls every single freaking week one we've got a risk of overtraining um and getting a repetitive strain injury or something like that and secondly it just gets boring it gets boring but also your body's gonna your your body's gonna plateau as well so it's just like if we keep hitting a same exercise all the time especially with arms yeah um you are going to adapt to it so i think the best thing is to kind of like mix up your arm exercises as as much as you can 100 100%, exactly so change change them all the time we, okay. You can also pronate that grip as well, which gives you uh, a little bit more focus. It gives you a lot of focus on the forearm as well. Uh, just changes that stimulus up. A hundred percent. All right. And then moving on to the tricep. Okay. Yeah. So tricep, I guess that has multiple heads as well, mm-hmm. meaning more than one, I guess. 
it does. But it is a tricep. So how many? It has three. Three heads. It has a short one, a medium one, and the long one as well. And fun fact as well. If you want, if you want to build big arms everyone thinks you've got to build up your biceps yeah? yeah but the reality is that the triceps i think make up roughly about 60 percent of your arm okay so we need to be doing probably building up our triceps more than our biceps if we want to hug the sleeve guns. if we want to hug the sleeves a little bit more with the arms unless you build up your biceps to the point that they take up 60% of your arms then stuff the tricep I guess but then it. you're leaving a lot on the table yeah, and I mean yeah, try and, and realistically we do in life more pushing movements I think than pulling movements yep don't we yes I would right. say I hear what you accuracy <laughs> I, I know exactly what <laughs> you were thinking. Funny bit of what you were, you were talking about before the podcast oh. started. Uh, mature and, up. Yeah, I can't. It's a level of maturity I've, we got here. I've tried. It doesn't work. But yeah, so we've got all those, those different heads. So again, you can go. Um, so again, this all when you when you're training those triceps, so when you're doing those different extensions, um, again we can we can change the position of the arm, and we can also change the position of the hand. Whether we're going to supinate. Um, so that, and that's going to help target elicit target or different heads of the bicep a little uh, tricep a little bit exactly and then it opens up a world again like we said of, of not not overtraining and also bringing that bit of variety so a little bit of you know, you know something new into into your training each each week um, or each training phase so that you can you, you know you, you actually enjoy your training for for the long term so again if we do uh, a uh, an extension, an overhead extension, for example. So if we do like an overhead uh, cable uh, tricep extension, overhead dumbbell, overhead barbell uh, extension, we, we target that long head of the, the, the yeah, tricep. Yeah, anything where you're getting kind of like, if we want to put our tricep in its longest position, yes. or its most stretched position, we need to be getting up over the head, mm-hmm. okay? Which ironically is where our bicep, well, not ironically, this is how the body works. Yeah. When one is long, mm-hmm. The antagonist muscle is short. That's the one. Okay, so up over our head is actually our shortest position for our bicep. Whereas, if we take our arm back behind our body in that um, arm uh, extension, elbow extension um, position, okay, that is where our tricep is actually in our shortest position as well. And our bicep is in our longest position. So when we look at, um, when we want to put on... uh, size of the muscle we need to be thinking about those um uh stretch uh those length tension what is stretch length and oh my god i completely forgot what it is um those uh stretch shortening shortened length it's not cycles uh, relationship stretch lengthened length tension tension Length tension, we got there. Length tension relationships as well. So we want to make sure we're going to our most um, lengthened position and then into our most shortest position as well. So yeah. we can optimize the full range of motion. Yeah, because you, you, you actually gain more like size. and yeah, You actually gain more size and strength when you work a, a larger range of motion than if you do. So you, you'll see a lot of people, especially with chin-ups, this bugs the shit out of me. People doing heaps of chin-ups and they're not coming all the way down. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly right. Because you, you will get better strength gain 
gains and better development of muscle if you just lengthen the lengthen that that the arm get the full extension so when you do a tricep you you flex your elbow to your hand is back up in the shoulder position and you extend it until your arm is completely straight exactly. that's why you forward. remember like those 21s bicep exercises where you're like oh, oh I like that. Little, little ones down here and then we'll yeah. go little ones up here and then we'll go the whole thing I hate that with a passion because it doesn't train me through my full range of motion each time yeah it does build up a better fatigue so it's not I don't mind them I don't mind I actually quite like the 21s because it gives you a good pump but it's it, not all about just training the, the small part of the, exactly and I mean the, like probably something we motion. haven't touched on as well is when we are trying to train for um, muscle growth or muscle muscle size, we mm-hmm. need to make sure we are... Oh, we're actually going to touch on that later, aren't we? Don't okay. worry. Okay. Don't, don't no. worry. Don't worry about that. Skipping ahead we're, there. Skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. Anyways, we've done the long one. head. Why don't we do the medial head where we're putting, putting our hands... We'll summarize that again. Long head's kind of... Long head up, over up the head. Up above our body. Beautiful. Where's medium head? Okay, so medial head, we're going to keep the elbows in close and we're going to have an underhand grip. More of an underhand grip. So that means palms grip. will be facing up. So that's it, the easiest one to imagine is that cable uh, tricep extension. So again, you imagine you've got the, the regular handle on the, the cable. Your palm is facing up as you grab onto that, that handle. And then you pull down. You pull the back of the hand down and towards the ground. Yeah. So you've got that fully extended elbow. So any, any exercise that, that works that kind of motion, which is normally done through bands, through cables, it's probably the easiest uh, one to do. To, to target um, you could do a reverse hand skull crush as well yeah well we'll get down to some exercises yeah. like um, and then so that would be your medial head and then your lateral head of the, the, the tricep that's your overhand so again that's where so most of you most frequently uh, you'll see in the, in the gym is somebody who's got their, their hands on top of a rope or on top of a straight bar and they're pushing down by extending the, those elbows. So that would be your lateral tricep. Short head. Or the short head, if you want or the to call short, it. Yeah, or the shorter head of the um, tri- uh, tricep as well. So, and I mean, like, and as we were saying before, like, it's, it's important that we're making sure we're kind of like training all three i guess mm-hmm. if you want to isolate if you were looking solely for um muscular hypertrophy of the tricep yeah or the bicep we need to make sure we are training in and hitting all those heads okay if we want to increase the size of the muscle and for especially for aesthetic purposes as well absolutely cool um with with arm training um so I think this is what we were coming on to, wasn't it? Yeah, so, so I think it's like with with anything to do with kind of like hypertrophy, this is what I was trying to say before, yeah. um, before I check the notes, uh, is that we need to be making sure we're breaking down the mechanisms, okay? So we need to make sure we're doing, we're including our mechanical tension, which mm-hmm. is that time under tension of the muscle, okay? Yeah. Making sure we're increasing the density of those muscle fibers then we also need to be doing more of that bodybuilding type training, which is kind of like more so your metabolic stress. So that's kind of where we're doing, you know, high high rep type stuff mm-hmm. to get really that, that localized burning feeling in the um, in your arms, which sucks is my least favorite part, <laughs> um, least favorite part of arm training. Um, and then we also need to be incorporating some type of muscular damage as well. Yeah. Okay. However, no, I don't think you need to be doing muscular damage as much as you need to be doing the other things. So more metabolic tension, and which is time under tension, and more kind of like that 
high rep, yeah. light, lighter weight, high rep, um, fatigue type stuff. However, but what we were saying as well, like when it comes to like fatigue um, in the arms as well, uh, I think it's better to not um, burn out your arms mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, because then you're not going to be able to get as much frequent. I, I prefer frequency throughout the week yeah. over burning them out on one day and then doing burning them out on another day. Yeah, and if you if you work everything to the max too frequently, again, there's always that risk of injury, and then that is going to screw up your consistency whether you train them once a week or you train them especially you know, on your bicep as well. You can develop like tendonitis and yeah, all these type of pains. And by, how many times is like you know biceps easy kind of like. It's ripped off the bone as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you are you are um, chucking days like that infrequently throughout your throughout your training. So it definitely isn't a weekly or daily occurrence that we absolutely go max and burn everything out. Yeah, exactly. You just want to maintain that frequency throughout the week. I usually rack on two sets tops at the end, usually for some high volume stuff. But in saying that, like if we are only training high rep lightweight stuff and that metabolic stress yeah. all the time with um, our biceps then eventually your body's going to adapt to that and it's kind of going to plateau a bit so you kind of need to alternate between kind of like that light and heavy type mm-hmm. thing now I'm not saying you should be sitting there doing 1RM curls oh, on your no. biceps okay however maybe you know we're doing more of a barbell curl with heavy reps to maybe around like you know 8 eight repetitions yeah okay and then maybe on some on the other days we're doing some like you know north of 15 reps um but what i probably like probably like a good thing to touch on as well like what are some good like exercise strategies do you reckon going around kind of like um but when we're going max well no no just exercise uh exercise strategies for like what are some to achieve kind of like arms you know Oh, to just, get that metabolic stress. Or oh, okay, yeah. Metabolic, yeah. yeah. So these these would be the, these would be like you you kind of heavy duty max maximum weeks like when you're going full pelt. No, like, I'm talking like like you know like drop sets and stuff. Yeah, you do that on a max week. Oh, on a max. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If we're yeah. doing like full pelt, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you know drop set, you go until you can't go no more. Then you drop down your weight and then you go again until you um, can't go no more. Yeah, yeah. so you're you, going like. To failure every single time. Hundred percent. So you're taking it to or past failure yeah. um, every time. So the drop set's really, really good in that respect. So you go, um, let's let's say we, we we pick a weight that we know we can do. We we go until we can't do do as many. So let's say we do twenty kilos on a bicep curl. Yeah, we go. We do fifteen. We literally can't pick up another one. We go down to the twelve point five dumbbells. And then uh, we we pick up uh, we, we we go again and and we keep going for about four or five sets. Yeah, exactly. And you can also probably incorporate maybe like a cluster set in there as well, where you kind of oh, do okay. like let's say we do like twelve reps um, on one weight, and then we rest twenty seconds, then we do like another uh, six reps because after roughly about twenty seconds you um, regain about fifty percent back. So then you yeah. do another six reps on the same weight rest again for another 20 seconds and then you go for maybe another three reps or something like that so that's another way to kind of like keep that metabolic stress yeah um, it means that you get well. a higher volume of a heavier weight yes well, exactly which, right. is, which is really good so realistically we started off doing 12 sets but we've actually finished off doing like 20 something yeah exactly so just a little bit of rest like, and that's kind of like that rest pause that's yeah. what you were talking about before. And so when you're talking about um, that muscular tension, we're able, able to maintain that higher tension rate yeah. 
for a higher volume, which is a really good one too. If you've got a partner as well, there's a, another couple of good ones that you can do. So you can do like forced reps. So basically training all the way to fatigue. And then once you can't, you get to a, a rep where you can't go anymore. You your partner can just, just like yeah, you get at that. Exactly. So if you, let's say we've got barbell bicep curl, you can't get that back up. Just put a couple of fingers under the bar and just help just gently help you just take a little bit give of you as much as well. you need to complete, you know, uh, three or four more more reps just it kind of it's kind of like the um the pause rest or the cluster sets yeah um, without that rest and then but without the rest you just you just yeah going exactly through. it's almost like a, almost like a little bit of a drop set in there as well you just keep going to fine you just keep but it keeps that tension on the muscle the whole time so you don't have any of that relaxing yeah which is yeah awesome way as well i think another one you can do as well sometimes if you've got a partner with you as well you overload like the eccentric part yeah of your um of the lift as well so uh, let's say you've got a partner with you, and I mean we'll do. Let's say biceps again. I mean we're not giving triceps any love, but no. let's say we're it's only sixty percent of your arm. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, we're we're doing that, and basically you're doing a, a bicep curl on the preacher. Yeah. Um, preacher curl. That's what it's called, isn't it? It is. Um, well then, mate, shows how much I do arm. All that education you've gone through. So as you're going it. down, you get your mate to really pull against you as you're trying to like resist that so you're really overloading that eccentric part mm -hmm. okay and then he takes his hands off and you curl it back up that's another good way to overload the eccentric part and that way you get more of that stretch on the muscle as well yeah that's it and uh you said earlier we've got the you know those three key things for muscular hypertrophy so uh, cell that damage mechanical tension yeah, yeah that, that cell damage happens on the eccentric phase so if we can overload muscular, the eccentric yeah, phase muscular, we, yeah exactly if you we, accentuate, we maximize that damage yeah damage. exactly and, and if you accentuate that eccentric part as well like you control it down and overload it like i like doing like a good four to five second um eccentric on uh, a bicep on a bicep curl or as well because it just it overloads that eccentric part perfect well, yeah and what are some um you know in range like rep ranges would you uh, say i guess it just depends as long as you yeah. those you kind of covered it exactly. anyway so i mean because yeah, exactly. there's small isolation exercises yeah. normally for your arms you, you like you said you're not going to max and just making sure you're getting plenty of variety i mean there's a thousand arm exercises out there i mean you just have to youtube what's the uh, no 10 best arm exercise and then just kind of float between those ones and just but change we've it got, around as much but we've got four for you but we've got a couple for you yeah oh, exactly yeah. so what, yeah what are your favorite what so are your favorite we, exercises we've both picked our favorite biceps and, and tricep exercises yeah so well, one one but, each Let's start, we'll start with biceps first. So my, my one was the, I like quite like a dumbbell wall bicep curl. Yeah, because that really kind of like locks in those arms and really so isolates that muscle a little bit better as well. Back and elbows onto the wall and that way when you're curling, those elbows shouldn't be leaving the wall so you know you're not getting the assistance from the from the shoulder joint. You know, it's all bicep. I absolutely love that. So then you get a good focus in there, whether you're going uh, high high reps, lower, lower weight, or you're going the reverse, you're going low reps, high weight, yeah. you know, getting in there is absolutely strict. Well, I guess when I look at like, you know, training, uh, arm training, I'm always looking at doing, you know, making sure I'm getting, taking my, um, taking it through a full range of motion. Yeah. Um, so I, my favorite one probably for bicep, my favorite one, but also my least favorite one as well, cause it sucks. Um, <laughs> is where you kind of like on it set up like an incline bench, and you're just doing a dumbbell row, but you're really controlling that eccentric um, component, so that those negative reps, roughly about a four or five second eccentric all the way down, so you get the biggest stretch 
on your um, bicep as just to, possible. Just, just to clarify, bicep, are we doing a, a row or a curl? We're doing a curl. Okay, good. We're doing a curl. Yeah, you said row. Did I? Yeah. Well, I meant curl, so I'm I can, I can see curl. you, so I know what you're talking and, about. And um, really overloading that eccentric um, component and getting the biggest stretch on my muscle possible. And then I'm curling back up, but I'm really trying to feel making sure I'm feeling that bicep as I'm getting up there. So I'm imagining I've got kind of like a texture in between um, like that crevice in my um, in my forearm there, right? my elbow, and just yep. really squeezing that as hard as I can at the top. It's nice and back, and then all the way back down to that length and position. Now, you know, I try to do that on a fairly modest, um, modest weight, and that still sucks. You know, I'm probably <laughs> using, you know, eight, seven kilos, going for about like 12 reps on that one. And it is, if you really overload that eccentric part, it yeah, puts your arms up. When, when you do a standing bicep curl, it's easier to swing the body into it. Yeah, and cheat, exactly. So there's, there's no cheating on that incline. And it also gives you like a really big stretch through your bicep as well. So if it's like, you know, that internally rotates you a little bit uh, the, uh, where it attaches at the top of the shoulder. So it really lengthens that part out. So it's cool. Also healthy for your posture and elbows as well. Absolutely. What about tricep? What do you got for tricep? Okay, for triceps, I've got the H-bar skull crush. And I, I like the H-bar, especially if you get, you can get a really good H-bar, which has got one side open. So you know like the hex bars that we have, how one side's open, it allows you to walk in and out. Yes. You get a H-bar, and then unfortunately the ones we've got, we've got the, the H-bar with it closed in on both sides. Yeah. So you get ones which have got open on one, uh, on both, uh, sorry, open on one side. So that means when you bring it down to that skull crush position, it actually increases your range of motion. So if you can oh. get a hold of one of those, that's amazing. But what I really like about the, the, the skull crush one um, is is again lying down. You can focus on those triceps. Make sure you're strict and you keep the triceps up. You don't let them come down. And you start to use the shoulders and the lats in order to get the the bar back up. But what I like is that neutral grip because I mean, from from rugby and boxing, my wrists are not the the best in the world. So by using that H bar, it allows me to keep that neutral grip, which allows me to to kind of push through. Whereas if I use a barbell, that that you know, pronation of my hands. Just, yeah, it, it really stresses my wrist sometimes. Exactly, that's a why easier I, on an EZ bar, but the H bar is perfect. That that's why, yeah, if I'm ever doing skull crushes, I like to do them with kettlebells because I just feel like I can open up, get that range of motion a lot better through there. But in saying that, though, it does sometimes, uh, not for me, but for other people, may hurt your uh, el elbows a little bit or could even hurt like those wrists again. So yeah. if I'm going to do a skull crusher, I'm usually doing that in with kettlebells because I get a really big stretch on that um, long head of my tricep because I'm over my head as we were saying before yeah but yeah but my true favorite exercise is what I like to do is going back to our full range of motion whereas my tricep at its most shortened position it's where my arm, arm is fully extended plus it is back behind my body as well yeah. I'm kind of demonstrating this to Mark as I'm saying it, but um, you, guys can't, the you guys can't see it. Brilliant. Uh, I wish you could all be here to share in yeah. this moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So more of kind of like a chest-supported tricep kickback yeah. as well. Shout out Joe DeFranco, Joe DeFranco for giving me that one, actually. Yeah. And, uh, it's also good for when you go skiing as well. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> um, really good action, but yeah, I love it. That one, or you do the same type of motion, but I get with um, like a tricep rope pull down, mm -hmm. but I get the two ropes and attach them together so I get that more so I can get further behind my back. Yeah, that's the difficult thing about the rope pull down. So obviously the ropes are quite short, so again, they kind of get stuck in a certain place. You don't get that full extension. So yeah, yeah that's a real Or good... you can just grab, take the um, two handles on the rope and, go, cross well over. and just go cross and go crossover, sometimes crossover. 
trips me up a little bit and hits my face, so I even looked out the crossover. <laughs> it's your face. Yeah, and you've got to get over in that hinge position. But yeah, they're pretty much my favorite ones anyway. Oh, good. Excellent. Anyways. So there's a couple of good exercises for, for your home to, to, to use when you're doing your arm day. So I wish you all some big, strong arms in the future. And uh, yeah, if you've got any topics or any feedback or on the or any photos arm, of you flexing, or yeah, photos of flexing, yeah, just fire them all in. We, we love not. a flex photo. Um, you can send your flex photos or feedback to <laughs> Maddie, which is at mr underscore performax science. Almost always. Ah, oh, oh god. Wrap also it up, known brother. as wrap it up, brother. Um, yeah. And Mark, Mac. I'll just say it for you, dude. You're done. Thanks. Um, or you can send your uh, full body physique photos <laughs> to mac.pt. Dot fitness. Dot fitness. Yeah, you almost had it. I'm almost had it. Yeah, forgot, we'll forget about the last part. Anyways, Thanks, we'll guys. see you all later. Have a good one. Enjoy. And we'll be back next week with another one. Same bad time, same bad place. Bye. Bye.